welcome to the Naked Truth Podcast. In this podcast, we're talking about all things spirituality, personal growth, and we're having authentic, honest, and real conversations with inspiring people without the social mask. We're talking about the current events in the world and how we are being called to show up. My name is Mike Neistat, and I'm super excited to go on this journey with you, where you can safely explore about your purpose and more. Welcome, Nick. Thank you. Welcome in the Naked Truth podcast. Oh, is this the Naked Truth? Yeah. Mm. We're on the Naked Truth. Even though I've got clothes on. <laughs> I was actually thinking about doing the podcast, recording it naked, to get like super vulnerable... Improve your ratings. Authentic expressions. Be good, right? We can do it for the next one. So this podcast, we're going to talk about awakening, the concept of awakening. What is awakening? What's going on in the world? There's obviously a lot going on, and with this podcast, we want to provide some clarity to people on what's going on, how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, can you... I can introduce you shortly. We've been working together for five years now. We're doing the inner beauty retreats together. You're teaching from the very beginning in those, but can you give also to the people who don't know you yet a little bit of an introduction about who you are and what you do and what you're all about? Okay. Well, I descended from the uh, heavenly realms and incarnated in uh, Lincolnshire, England, in some very challenging and unusual circumstances that gifted me with a different perspective on reality from my childhood. And so I've always had this um, extreme sensitivity and... um, perception of things aren't quite how they appear to be and um, that all uh, I guess um, got covered up by growing up in the world and defining myself as a boy and then as a man and I've always been uh, quite into living an adventurous lifestyle so um, had lots of adventures and also from about uh, 17, 18 years old, very interested in the deeper truths of life and uh, brought into that through basically studying uh, the lives of the great 20th century authors. So obviously way back when, before, um, you know, computers and, and, and the electronic, the electronic technology... Um, people were just writing, handwriting things and, uh, you know, using very basic typewriters. But they were going out and, you know, exploring. Life was, an, you know, as an adventure and a lot of these these writers were having these amazing adventures and writing about the, the things that they were discovering about life and about themselves. And so that sort of put me on that. Inspired me enough to go to leave 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 England or tried to when I was like, I think, 17 and ended up uh, destitute in what was then Yugoslavia in minus 26 degrees mm-hmm. and uh, had to go back to England for a few years and then t- when I was 22, got out of there again and pretty much been travelling ever since. And um, and just 
you know, following a trail, I guess, this whole question, subject of awakening, um, you know, you're, you, you learn something about life and about yourself and that it's like, I, I live it like a bit, like a bit, like a cross between an adventure and an investigation I'm really interested in. That's kind of like my, my way of being. And, um, yeah, just it, it, synchronicity and, and connections and always being open to meeting people and new new experiences. It's mm-hmm. taken, taken me all, all over the world, living in all different countries, meeting all kinds of different people. And, um, and then educating myself, you know, so that I'm, so that I'm you know, like I have a career in, you know, personal development. That's the, that's the, that's the subject. So I have a website that's nickgoodpersonaldevelopment.com and then that evolved into transformations, Nick Good Transformations, realising that, wow, people are transforming, we can transform and that, that more and more and more people are getting interested in this subject. But the deeper you go into it, the more mind-blowing it becomes, uh, the more spirituality emerges with, um, I guess, how would you say, psychology, mythology, um, and spirituality they all converge mm. so you go into sort of sort of abstract abstract subjects and things that are difficult to to communicate because they're so subtle but it but it but it, but it's an experience that you can you can have yourself so i just i've just become a guide for that mm. and um because i was i wasn't interested in teaching or becoming a guide for anyone or anything at all i didn't, didn't even cross my mind particularly to present myself in that way i was just going for it myself I got myself so, so out there and um, I wasn't particularly interested in the world in, uh, and, you know, certainly not living in cities and, and setting up websites and all that stuff. And I was living in, in Hawaii with 26 horses in, in, you know, in these sandy paddocks next to the ocean and just looking after these horses and riding big waves and that was, that was enough for me. I didn't really need anything else. And uh, but my dad was dying of cancer, and then, and then shortly after, that, and he did die. My brother died as well eight weeks after that, and and that's what brought me back into the into the matrix, so to speak. Mm. And um, it was like a, it was like um, you know when you see those old films of a space of a ro- of a rocket that's been out in space, and then it's coming back into the Earth's atmosphere, and they're driving the thing, and it's shaking to bits because of the the pressure of reentry. That was that was me coming back into into the world through uh, Lincolnshire, England, with everybody dying of cancer, and uh, that was definitely a that's quite the initiation. A test of uh, my tensile strength. Mm. So yeah, just um, been bumbling along and uh, and uh, I'm enjoying most of it. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you are here, living at least spending quite a bit of time in the cities. Oh, Amsterdam yeah. and we're doing all this work together and hosting retreats and workshops and doing one-on-ones with people and I think now is isn't how does it feel for you like for me now feels like the time to be alive the time for our work to completely flourish and the ultimate time to be doing the work that we yeah do. it's an incredible time it's an incredible time it's 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 uh it's not easy this whole thing about you know 5d 4d 3d and the awakening should we talk about that a bit now yeah yeah so from my perspective um one of the things that living in 3d which means the third dimension which is which is this this um space time uh, 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 reality 
Um, one of the things is that in that is we're conditioned to think in a linear way. So we think in, you know, in, in straight lines, what A, a goes to, to B, B to C to D and yeah. yeah. But reality is actually holographic. That means it's multidimensional. So what you have is you have all of these other dimensions. When you're talking about fourth dimension or fifth dimension and beyond, they're all converging with this one, but there's just a difference in frequency, what frequency they're on. So they're all here now, and so what I'm finding is is that I'm going from 5D, 4D, 3D, like going between all three, going from euphoric um, euphoric states of, of bliss and completely above and and beyond this 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 nitty-gritty 3d world and then coming crashing back down into it you know like like these last few days because my phone died and had to do all this you know internet stuff with glitchy internet and 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 passwords and security codes on you know on paypal and banking different bank accounts and this and that and the other I was all day mission on that yesterday and you quickly come down from your uh, heaven on earth Mm -hmm. thing into the into the matrix and it's pretty it's pretty uh, excruciating uh, moments are uh, super intense and then followed by yeah just this freedom this sense of sense of freedom yeah so so really it's the challenge of how do we you know how do we merge these and 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 be totally functional in the world or to the best of our ability yeah. and following a calling following a, a you know something that fulfills you mm-hmm. as opposed to just you know surviving which is very much a 3d a program yeah survival because because the 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 manipulators of uh of human consciousness that that, that influence the the 3d world are, are very 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 invested in generating fear yeah and so people live most everyone lives in a in some degree of fear they they adjust to it very easily but there's an anxiety there's a a low level anxiety in in most people and in many 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 people it's not low level at all they're downright frightened of of all kinds of things in life so fear is the vibrational prison Mm. that 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 nearly everyone is in in 3d and we're in a time now where there's been there's so much fear being generated through all of these um you know these different strategies which incidentally for example the 5g are vibrational strategies they're mm-hmm. they're, 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 they're to do with energy and frequency and, and vibration Let, let's talk a bit more about the 3d because for a lot of people who are still in the 3d uh, paradigm of the 3d consciousness you could say they may not even be aware of being in 3d that's right so i think this is the problem personally i had my awakening when i was 27 so it was beautiful around my saturn's return is when i when i met you also Let's, we should just talk about what Saturn return is in case no one knows what that is. Okay. When you're around about 28 years old, you go through this astrological phase in your life, which is called Saturn return. And if you're ready for it, it's the, one of the most wonderful times of your life because you're going to open up to a whole new vista of possibility of the way you can express yourself. If you're not ready for it, it can be a disaster because things around you break down and your old relationship dynamics become dysfunctional and obsolete and it's and it can be a very 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 painful time but it's a predetermined kind of a a moment in in your life or a period in your life where there's just this great opportunity for to to go into another level of of being and expression it's like an initiation period that would would visit us every 
about 28, 29 and a half years. Um, because the planets obviously affect us as human beings a lot, which is why astrology is, is so valid. So the reason it's called Saturn's return is because Saturn, it takes, from our perspective, 29 point and a half years for Saturn to be at the same point as we were born. So this is some insight for those who want to know more about a Saturn's return. If you're about 27, 28, 29, 30 years old and you're going through big changes, this is most likely why. Yeah. And, and it's for those meant to be this way. Yeah. And for those of you that don't believe in astrology or think it's irrelevant in life, or we're not just talking about the silly little um, things that you can, you read in the newspaper where it says, you know, you're going to meet a tall, dark, handsome stranger next week or something like that. We're talking about systems that are ancient systems and they are their maps really it's a map of the way the planet earth and the solar system moves through the galaxy and the universe and all these constellations that are um, referred to in astrology um, are um, segments of the of the sky that we're moving through and because we're um you know this is fixed for however long the 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 universe lasts these things are fixed and that's why you can predict you know when the full moon's going to be in 100 years or 200 years or 300 years because these these things are 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 fixed Mm -hmm. so this is an interesting thing and 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 what it underlines uh, what it and what it proves and emphasizes is, is that there is meaning and purpose to life mm-hmm. and that the energy of life flows in a certain way to support a possibility and that possibility is what you you know what you have to follow as, as a calling in life if you have the courage to to you know to really allow yourself to be yourself then you're going to um, live these these possibilities that can be gleaned from astrological readings or the Kabbalah or the I Ching or other divination systems mm-hmm. that can tap into the energy of life and give you some um, insight into a, a probable or possible future for yourself. Yeah. But there's a way of being that is required in order for you to live that probable or possible future. Yeah. This is the challenge of life no more relevant than it is today Mm, absolutely so when i was 27 yeah for those listening the sound in the back is my cat who's talking to birds it's super cute if she's going to keep talking maybe i'll just open the window so she can go outside so the cat and the birds is a good illustration of 3d 3d uh, programming because the cat is a cat it's not it hasn't decided to be a cat and it, ha- and it doesn't decide every day to wake up and do cat-like things. It just is a cat. It's, uh, cats are cats and they're, they're always going to behave like cats. And when they see birds, they're going to have a, <laughs> a predictable reaction to, the, to seeing those birds. Whereas once consciousness has evolved to the level of human, we then have this wonderful thing called free will where we have to choose to be human. We have to choose to to uh, to function in um, yeah in a way that yeah nourishes us. And in a certain way, you around. could say that we only truly become aware of those uh, choices and those free will that we have when we expand into a fourth D perspective. Because in that three D perspective, where we could say we're still asleep. Most of us are born asleep. Maybe we can elaborate a bit more on what that means on being asleep. It's 
basically not being aware of there being another reality than the one you're currently living in, which is your normal life. So in, in the 3D life, you are just living your life, going about your day. You're being taught to have a 95 job, build a, build a family, have a good house. Everything based around the lower three chakras, survival yeah. and... Make sure you have lots of security, things of status, finances, all of those things are important in 3D. And carry on the traditions that have been that have been mm -hmm. laid down by your by your ancestors without, without questioning. Asking too much questions. Yeah. yeah. Let's get on with it. Yeah. That's just how things were done. So yeah. let's just keep doing them that way. Do not rock the boat too much. That's right. So when we open to a 4D perspective, we become aware of the fact that we actually have a bigger free will than that. It's when we start to question things and when we start to question reality and when we start to learn about things as the law of attraction and the power of our thoughts and the power of our emotions and how we create the world that we live in through our subconscious minds. But it's also the realm where we become aware of maybe we could say darker forces in the world and beyond the physical world and the darker and the hidden agendas that are going on in the world, which we are seeing a lot of being revealed right now. That's right. And more to come. That's right, because because fourth dimension, fourth when you say when you go from three D to four D, what you're talking about is another dimension of life. You're becoming aware of another dimension of life, and in three D, that dimension of life is invisible. It's it's not. It's you can't see it. You're not aware of it. You don't, and it and it requires a, a degree of sensitivity and internal sight to become aware of this. Of this of this fourth dimension and that's where your intuition starts getting activated and you start to um, start thinking about things that you haven't that you haven't heard before uh, or necessarily read before you start to get um, contacted by um, you know the experiences of synchronicity mm -hmm. so so things are showing up in your life things are popping up in your life there's little um, signals and clues and, and cajoling from life that you that, that, that you follow and it becomes quite an adventure then doesn't it the, the 4d thing it's 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 super it's adventurous fun. it's a lot of fun it's it's that part in the harry potter story when he you know when they're on the train station and and they you know they go into that other that other That's realm fun. yeah 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 this is good stuff yeah. So we all like this, but 4D, 4D, like you're saying, is is uh, that's really where the battlefield is, because it's in these invisible realms that so much manipulation is going on, and it's and because everything is made of energy, it's also where all the old energies from the past hang out, hang out as well. So the in those in those in that fourth dimension, it's just not one single place. There's vibrational levels of that of that dimension, and um, the lower um, vibrational levels of that of that of that dimension are not not particularly uh, enjoyable places, mm -hmm. uh, but the higher ones are. Yeah, most people because we're talking about awakening. Um, most people, but not all, awaken due to some kind of trauma, some kind of crisis in life. Did that happen to you? Did you have like a moment of awakening? Yeah, yeah well, I've had I've had um, lots of. Uh, crises and trauma in my life but um yeah just you know from being a very small boy it was it was trauma you know straight away like like horrifying trauma so um the it's like the 
the the negative impact of trauma and crises jolts you out of a pattern that you've been in. Yeah, because we're, we're vibrational beings and, and vibra- it's a vibrations of energy and energy forms in patterns and it crystallizes in patterns. So there's a vibrational history, there's a vibrational memory. And, um, and the more you repeat these patterns, the more you're, you know, you're just, you're bound to stay stuck in them. The more you repeat it, the more you're bound to stay stuck in them. So people, you know, good meaning, well-meaning people with good hearts, with all this incredible potential, you know, even high dimensional beings, this whole thing about we forget who we are when we incarnate in this world, you know, we're mm-hmm. amnesic. Um, we don't know who we are. We get stuck in these patterns and then, you just habitualize that and especially if you have some survival issues you know you've got to make money you've got to pay your mortgage you've got to feed the kids you've got to you know show up for work and you know you don't have much time and stuff and the pressure of life keeps you locked in those patterns and you're not going to change those patterns unless something comes in and really cracks your world and gives you a really good shake up and then that is invariably when you start to look at things in a different way. It might be somebody you're very, very close to dying. I've, I've had that happen to me several times yeah. in my life. But um, trauma itself, uh, like I experienced when I was a kid, um, it, it, um, it has its own um, deep, deep gift. And all of these, you know, all of these, all of these traumas, especially when you're a childhood, they're karmic, they're karmically inserted, they're, 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 they're um, um, predestined so to speak, it's like a, a brutal awakening initiatory process. And the thing about it is, from a human point of view, from the 3D point of view, it's a disaster. This is terrible. The breaking down of everything you'd build it's up. It's terrible. It's yeah. painful. It's horrible. It's not fair. It's scary. All of, yeah, all of it. It's, it's just the worst. But from the soul's point of view, the soul couldn't care less whether it, whether it awakens through a negative or a positive experience, as long as it awakens mm-hmm. and gets that, gets that light coming in, yeah? So, so this, is, this, is, this, is, this is some, you, you know, I often talk about spiritual maturity. Mm-hmm. You need, you know, you have to mature spiritually in order to get your head around this stuff mm-hmm. because there's so much that's wrong in the world. And there's so much that's wrong in the world from our 3D perspective, downright wrong. And there's a line between what's right and what's wrong. And your conscience is going to tell you, you know, which side of that line you, you, you need to be. Mm-hmm. But from a greater perspective, from a higher perspective, I should say, it's, it's not like that at all. It's, 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 a, it's, it's, it's all a means to an, means to an end. Mm-hmm. And there's a great quote in the Bible that God is no respecter of persons. No, God is no respecter of persons. What does that mean? God doesn't respect you. No, what it means is that is the spirit isn't hung up on the forms mm-hmm. at all because it, the forms are illusory, they're transitory. So it doesn't matter whether, you, whether a form, a human form, evolves through meditation and self-love and self, self-awareness and forgiveness and compassion and, or, and, 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 and yoga and all of these beautiful things or it, 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 it evolves through, you know, being in a car crash with, with its mother and father and brothers and sisters and they're all dead and now you're on your own for the rest of your life. They're gone. 
that's that's a terrible thing from the human perspective, but it has the potential to create a much, a more authentic and solid and and bulletproof individual. So I think a lot of us that have had these traumas earlier on are being prepared, you know, kind of like to be bulletproof guides of the yeah. of things that are coming down because as as the three D does break down. We're so invested in it, primarily through our body consciousness and the survival reflex, that, um, you know, it's going to be very, very painful as these things break down. It's like now, you know, people are losing their jobs, all these part-time staff are being laid off. You know, there's more and more poverty, there's more and more homelessness. There's, you know, these are terrible things to endure in in the 3D. Um, But um, to be able to endure that, you need some you know, some real, real resilience. And the resilience comes from going through trauma and hard times in your life and, and bouncing back. Yeah. Redefining yourself and, 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 and being able to integrate the, 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 the wisdom of the experience, get the gift yeah. out, out of it. And this is then where the free will comes in because when trauma hits, we basically have two choices to either rise up or to sink down into victimhood. Yeah. And but that first one, you know, it doesn't, you know, there's a knee-jerk reaction. The thing is that when we talk about free will, we have to qualify that a little bit. We almost have to qualify everything. You know what I mean? Like every single thing has to be has to be qualified in a little way. So the thing about free will is is that when you react unconsciously to a situation, whether it's through fear or anger or or sadness or whatever it is, when there's an emotional reaction to any any kind of uh, situation in your life, you've done that unconsciously. So you're not in free will there. You're, you're completely being um, driven by your unconscious programming and conditioning and instinct and all of this stuff. Yeah. But as soon as you become aware of the way you've reacted, that's when your free will responsibility kicks in. And yeah. they, then you have to make a choice about whether you want to carry on yeah. like this or not. Yeah. And we're, we're in that happy position where we're providing people with tools so that when they get that awareness, um, they can use these tools to make a choice to that's, make going choice to, yeah. that's going to really empower them. Yeah. Yeah. You just said something. The forms are illusory. I think that's clear for us when we speak about that. But let's explain that a little bit. You know, the forms are illusory. What does that mean? Well, it just means that everything's made of energy. Everything in your body, everything that is your body, everything that's in this world, everything that is this world is all made of energy. And all these things that appear to be individual, people running around, you know, birds, cats, cars, whatever, everything that has individual form is actually made of energy. And that energy belongs to the ocean of energy that all substance and form comes out of. So it's illusory in the sense that it's, it isn't... It isn't separate. It isn't. At it's, all. Yeah. yeah. And when you, but we can't see that because our eyes can only see 0. What is it? 0. No, 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 no. I could keep going for a long time, 1% of what's actually there. This is scientifically proven. So we're seeing less than 99.9% of what is actually there. Yeah. If we could see what was actually there, well, we'd have a, we'd ha- we'd have a job recovering from that. You know, we wouldn't be able to, mm-hmm. to, to, process to process that in that. Our, human, yeah. our human conceptual no. ability. It would be way too much. And then there's a thing that from what we do observe with our physical eyes, you and I will look at the same thing and have a different observation. Everyone will 
see through the lens of their own perspective. So everyone will see, and those lenses are basically made up from our belief systems and our thoughts and our past experiences, basically everything that makes up our subconscious mind. Yeah, and so so you, you're not actually talking about the physical eye now. You're talking more about the third eye, the inner, the insight, mm-hmm. the insight. So that's it. Yeah, we would see something, something, something completely different. And the, the Native American Indians had a really good saying when they came across the white men, for, for the first time or in the early times, and then they started having their experiences with this, with this, 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 uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, the experiences that they had, let's just put it that way. Um, one of the great quotes that came out of that time was that the white man, the white man needs to learn to see with his heart. Mm. So there's, there's, and this is one of the big problems because we're seeing all these politicians and we're hearing all these politicians talking and, speaking and looking very smart and respectable and you know these are the bastions of 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 civilized society and we should look up to them even idolize them like heroes you know and rock stars and movie stars you know they're super sensationalized in the in america superhumans yeah <laughs> and and of course you know when it turns out when we actually discover what they get up to in their spare time and what they enjoy and what they're you know what they're ulterior motives are they're, they're, they're you know there's some dreadful 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 realizations come from this but if you're awakened to a degree and you have some degree of insight and sensitivity and you're able to see with your heart meaning you trust your intuition so you can see and you can feel um you know what's really going on and you must trust yourself you must trust yourself because the more you you sit in in silence and stillness the more you um, disengage your physical, mental, emotional self, which is the three D, the three D, the thing that's trapped in three D. The more you disengage that momentarily while you're in this silence and stillness in the meditation, the more you reach with your heart for a love connection with life. The more activated you are. So you must trust yourself. You have to trust yourself and follow your intuition, and uh, you know whether it's how to move forward in life or your relationship with people. You must trust yourself. Very, very important. And we're, um, yeah, we're learning. We're we're fast tracking how 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 to do that. It's we're going faster than ever. I mean, exponential. What we're yeah. aware of. Exponential. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. What's happening? And yeah. at the same time, for a lot of people, this is a very, very frightening period. <laughs> sure, yeah. The cat is playing with the camera. It's going well so far. Because, let's be honest, a lot of people are losing their jobs, are losing their businesses, yeah. you know, people that have worked so hard to build their business and it's collapsing right now. Yeah, terrible. It's, it's disastrous, people that are losing their family members. Yeah. So from that third dimensional perspective, we are in the midst of a disaster. Catastrophic. We are in the midst of a huge crisis. Catastrophic, Armageddon, which, the, is, which, is, which is a pre, which has been spoken about for a very, very, very long time, you know. It's, in it's, about every every sacred documents yeah yeah exactly yeah and the thing about it is we go back to that from a spiritual perspective um it doesn't matter you know on what really happens on grassroots level as long as consciousness awakens that's what matters because consciousness is the only thing that's eternal so yeah it's an absolute disaster that people are losing their jobs and uh, fam- you know, becoming homeless, more and more homeless, and all of these things, catastrophic, only on that 3D level. But, but it's a symptom of the breakdown of these systems and structures that have been 
uh, locked, locking the, the consciousness trapped in those bottom three chakras for thousands of years, literally thousands and thousands of years. This mm -hmm. is an ancient, ancient story with a gigantic history and a gigantic uh, uh, present and a gigantic future. And we're like these little creatures in the garden, these little grubs that have been groveling around in the shit, you know, munching on microbes that are now suddenly on this fast forward awakening to realizing what is in the garden, what, you know, and all this beauty and magnificence that's so far beyond any experience that we've ever, that we've ever had. There's nothing to compare it to. Mm. And, it's, and it's extremely challenging, extremely challenging to, to fast track that. So, so to buffer all of this, there's all kinds of different souls. Consciousness all comes from the same place, but it's been coming from the same place forever. Life never began, it will never end. There's always been consciousness and there's always been souls and there's always been reality. And so during that, during that time, quote unquote, of eternal expression, there's all kinds of everything been happening, all these wonderful galaxies and worlds and beings. And, and, and so souls, different soul groups are, have incarnated in this world at this time because they inherently know who they are. They inherently know who, who they are and they're aligned with fifth dimensional um, ways of being. Mm -hmm. They want to live loving, loving lives and they find it very difficult to, to, to exist in this world that's breaking down because it doesn't make any sense. Why do you want to spend your whole life grinding away, working your ass off, um, destroying yourself, stressing yourself out, ruining your relationships? Uh, <laughs> You know what I mean? To, to, yeah. to fucking retire or something and live five years. If you're lucky, now the retirement age is like increased. Yeah. People are working until they die. In Singapore, they work seven days a week every day of the year. They never have a day off, ever, wow. ever. They just, that's it. That's wow. all they do. Work to eat and put their children through whatever they're putting them through. That's it. Singapore. It's crazy when you think about how, how, how did we... How did we agree to this? Like as a humanity, how did we get other people to tell us this is what the deal is? Well, because we've been manipulated. We've been manipulated and we're, 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 we're like children. We're, we're, you know, this awakening thing is really it's a maturing process. Yeah. You know, when you were a little girl, you were dragging this fluffy blanket around with you and if anybody, you know, took it away, you, you would scream the house down and if you'd forgotten it, you're 20 miles down the road on the way to the beach or something, you've got to go back and get this fluffy blanket or so we can have a really bad day, yeah? But once you get to 10 or 11 years old, you couldn't care less about your fluffy blanket. Now you're into all this other stuff and you have to hang around with this person all the time, but then you get to 18, 19, 20 and that's all irrelevant. Then you get to 40 and that's all irrelevant. You know, so it's, it's, it's a maturing, you see. And we've, we've been... We've been, because of this free will thing, you're, you know, and, and gigantic timelines, there's beings and civilizations that can go for, you know, unbelievable amounts of time, but be on a negative thing. Like the ones that develop technology to the, to, to the nth degree without the, without the heart. They become technologically advanced, but they, but, they, but they don't develop their heart space. There's all these stories of these technologically advanced beings. And they destroy their worlds. Yeah. They destroy their whole worlds. The, the, that coming of Tam book that I told you about, the Biavians, had destroyed two hmm. planets. 
and they were on their third and they'd finally moved into their heart mm-hmm. and they were good. Yeah. We're not doing this anymore. We've learned from these dreadful, dreadful, dreadful experiences in our past. But can you imagine the trauma that's involved in actually destroying a, a planet? planet? Yeah. So we're in the, you know... What we're about in the karmic imprint of that? Yeah. We're in some fundamental and um, basic breakdown of toxic systems, toxic culture, toxic everything. And, and, and the ones that are, are going down with it, it's very, very sad. It's heartbreaking, but it's a natural consequence of civilizations upon civilizations adhering to to this to this you know way of being that really is against their 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 own inner nature. Yeah, and we've it, our whole modern hist- our whole history as far back as you can go into history, researching history is full of that of that stuff. It's just war, war, and more war, and following the kings and. You know, destroying other 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 societies and stealing, and taking their land and slavery and the whole thing. But that's all about to change. Yeah, because we really are on this on this breaking point. Yeah, it's all about to change, but it's it's thousands of years old. The structures that have been in place uh, that have been you know that have been uh, controlling that. So it's 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 a massively massively complex yeah. situation right now. But the wonderful thing is it's all made of energy mm-hmm. and the energy is changing mm-hmm. and it's changing from the outside because there's, there's external influences affecting this, just like it's springtime now in Holland and no one can stop the, the blossoms on the trees and the, and the tulips and, all the, and the birds and doing their whole thing because it's spring, no matter what, mm-hmm. what, you, what, what you want to do. Well, there's a cosmic change going on. There's a cosmic seasonal shift. So that's the outside influences that is changing everything. But there's also this massive internal shift because all these star seeds that are fifth dimensional, they're all getting into their 20s and, and, and starting to become, you know, real conscious beings and they're, they're coming into their power. Mm-hmm. So, so, and then there's, that has a knock-on effect to all these other people that are interested in these kinds of subjects. And because we've got the internet, you know, there's so much cross cross-pollination and these little atoms forming molecules of consciousness and the whole thing's, you know, it has reached critical mass. This is a wonderful thing. That's why there is celebration in fifth dimension because it's done. Mm-hmm. But it still has to filter down to our level and we have to, we have to you know, we have to do the work to, 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 to demonstrate that, yeah, this is now, the, we are living in societies of love now and we're living for the for love and we're honoring each other and honoring ourselves and caring for each other and caring ourselves and we're also we're also our foundation for our life is this invisible relationship mm-hmm. with life within ourselves yeah and that's our guiding light and we're going to follow that guiding light and not be dictated to by politicians or 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 you know which are only the ministers of these these ancient controlling um um, families and, and 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 the systems that they put in for 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 all these years. A lot of people can feel this right now. There's people that are, especially the ones that have been on retreats with us, that have been texting me right when this started. Like, Micah, everybody's freaking out. Everybody's panicking. But I feel so good. I yeah. just trust in my heart. Everything is all right. I don't fear. Is there something wrong with me? So there's a lot of people that already can feel and tune in energetically to the fifth dimensional perspective without maybe having the intellectual understanding of what's going on and what they're feeling, but we can feel it. And 
especially the women right now can feel it. Like we can talk about masculinity and femininity in another podcast, another topic. But in short, we could say that the toxic masculinity has ruled or dominated the world for quite a few years. And those systems are falling, those systems are collapsing. And the feminine energy is on the rise right now to bring balance to everything as we have... Of course, we don't have just toxic masculinity. We also have the divine masculinity. We also have toxic femininity. We can talk about that later. But I see um, because these male masculine energy structures are falling so much right now and those feminine qualities and things like intuition and feeling and opening and softening and surrendering, all of that is coming, coming to the surface right now to bring balance. What I see is that the women currently in the world are a lot more stronger than the men. Because I see that, I really see that shift happening. Is that what you see also? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because of because generally speaking, when women are more feminine, yeah, generally speaking, most women are more feminine than than the men because they have because they're women. Yeah. But obviously, there's there's plenty of masculine women around. But um, but because of that inherent femininity, there's inherent sensitivity, and and that's what you need to connect sensitivity and 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 elevated in intuition that's what that's what you need to connect plus the emotional process and the and and the and the um um you know the kind of like the need or the habit to talk uh, you know to really talk through the process to mm-hmm. you know to 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 really you know move 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 the energy through all of that stuff and because they're into into feeling good they're mm-hmm. into feeling good Whereas men, or the the, the 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 more masculine, the more masculine thing, is is generally speaking less sensitive, and less connected to their to their intuition, therefore, and more subject to programming and conditioning, and 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 then the man's drive to achieve, you know, to go out there and slay the dragon, you know, to conquer. Mm-hmm. This has been a you know a an archetypal theme forever that's now translated into the modern world into go out there and make a lot of money and fight for mm-hmm. for your business your place in the marketplace yeah so guys are off charging off into, into that thing but what they're charging off into is collapsing mm-hmm. breaking down and in ex, and extraordinary morphing and so yeah there there a lot of a lot of men are getting left behind on on that one Basically, I think it comes down to that we're all losing in these times of transformation, whether it's a personal transformation like you've experienced because due to the things in your childhood, the things I've experienced in my life which led to my awakening, or the things that are happening in the world globally that cause us to go through this transformation journey. We're losing everything that we are holding onto for a sense of security and a sense of safety and yeah. also the identification. That's right. Because we identify with the things around us, with the people around us, exactly. the things, the status, and yeah. we just we don't just identify it. We we find our sense of worth in it. We yeah. find our safety in it. We define who we are by the things around us. Exactly. And that can no longer be. That's right. And that and that and that process that you're describing there is a is a is a symptom of the spiritual process and that and that carries on forever through all these dimensions and essentially you're being challenged with can you let go absolutely let go of who of who you believe you are yeah and this is the death of the ego 
This is and this is a this is absolutely not what the ego wants to experience. It's gonna. It's not into this at all. Celeste. So what we what we what we do is 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 uh, you know the ego is not a dirty word. We got to have fun with the ego. It's it's like a naughty little child. You know, it's it's it, your the karma will punish you. So you'll get your ass kicked through an awake you know like an awakening process that's ass kicking. Let's say for example, yeah, you get your ass kicked. You get humbled. You start to learn a few things about life, but then. Straight away, the ego kicks back in, and it's like it's like it's all about you know. Well, I'm going to be the best yoga teacher, or the exactly. most successful yoga teacher, the you know the best meditation yeah. teacher in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm the one. This is where the Messiah complex comes from. I'm the from. most enlightened. Person. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm more enlightened than you. That's right. It's hilarious. That's right. And so and so your 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 funny little your funny little not self is always kicking in because you need the not self to function in the differentiated world. We yeah. we while we are in the ego's world. Yeah. Yeah. In 3D. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And and it goes on through 4D. You're going you're going to have a body. It's going to be lighter than this one, but you're going to have a body and you're going to have 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 awareness and you're going to have have feelings. And you're going to have relationships and you're going to be relating to beings and also, you know, things. Mm -hmm. And 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 so you're, you're still challenged with letting go of of who you believe you are. That's yeah. the scary thing. Yeah. And so all of that, what you described it is is the basic symptoms of a of a spiritual process. And of parts of partly ego death in that because we have to die to those parts of ourselves over and over again. Yeah. And that is that is an excruciating excruciating process. So if you're in it right now, understand that what's going on and what's happening to you. There's a bigger perspective to it. Things will be all right. Things will be better than they were before. Um, especially if you can't see that right now. But there's a way to keep going, and that is to tune in to your intuition, to connect with something greater than yourself, which is found inside. That's it is right. Not outside of you exactly it's not in a person it's not in a relationship it's not in a job it's not in a good great healthy looking body how tempting those things may seem that's right uh, i did a session last night i was telling you about that and um the girl that i did the session with um she told me that her dream was to live by the ocean with her man the love of her life in this beautiful house yeah Mm -hmm. So what I told her was that she needs to internalize that, that dream and translate those images and, and experience that in herself right now. I told her, and she did last night, she did. That's why she dropped all that victim stuff because she went into this. So how do we do that? Well, the ocean represents your feeling, the expansive, the, 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 the beautiful feeling world of your emotional intelligence, which is boundless. So I had her internalize the ocean as this emotional intelligence that was boundless and free, mm -hmm. completely sensitive and aware. Mm -hmm. And then the man is the masculine. Mm -hmm. Spiritually speaking, the masculine is the light. Mm -hmm. So it was filling herself with light, bringing light into that ocean inside of herself and, and, and generating this feeling of I am home because she wants the house by the sea. So we took those three things internalized them and brought them all into a feeling experience of, of, of one within herself. And she had the most amazing experience last night. 
but it was it was it was very 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 powerful for her she had to go she's probably still in bed now she really had to mm-hmm. sleep after that she was like mm-hmm. because we're this whole thing about you know moving out of the ego's world the physical mental emotional patterns that we've been in all this conditioning all this karmic stuff into this spiritual awareness which is really boundless and free and all the acceleration that's going on now is it's very 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 challenging so so no it doesn't have to be a negative experience at all and if you're doing the practices if you're doing proper meditation and when i say proper meditation i mean real meditation where you're having an experience of love connecting to the to to your inner your inner being um if you're doing that it's a beautiful experience of awakening if you're not doing that then the hands of life are going to have to wake wake you up and they are merciless merciless they have to be they're not emotionally involved yeah. That thing, God is no respecter of persons. Mm. It's irrelevant. Spirit could care less about form. It knows it's just a transitory thing. So it's better to face it ourselves and to walk towards those things we are dreading and towards those things we are fearing and walking away from. Yeah. Instead of when we walk away from those things, when we ignore them, when we suppress anything, it is going to catch up with us. One point. Definitely. There's, there's no other way. Definitely. So that's what life keeps. So I think this is this is a trait you could say of spiritual practices is to walk towards those things. At least we should. I don't like to use the word should, but we should aim for that. Yeah. To walk towards those things we're afraid of. You yeah. know, when we when you've built something like personally in my life, I had my whole life was built around this 3D world. Yeah, relationships, my work. I was running this modeling agency. All of us about looks and status and things like that. So. After I had my awakening, all of that changed. I, I kind of recycled everything, my relationships, my homes, everything was recycled. And now there's a beautiful surrounding, like companies, people around me, love, friendships that are completely supportive of and more fitting to who I am at this point. But am I ready to let it go at any moment? Like, I think that's what spiritual maturity is about. Yeah. Can I find wholeness within, even if all of that would collapse again right now? Exactly. But this can be practiced every day in meditation, and this is what meditation should be. We should be dying to ourselves and dying to the world, and you can do that simply by closing your eyes and shutting the door so you don't hear or see see anything. So you're, uh, spiritually speaking, you're dying to to the world, and then you ignore your thoughts, you ignore you you ignore your impulses to go and get something to eat or or whatever it is. So you're dying to your to your, to your ego desires to, to a degree. And then you just sit there patiently waiting with an open heart, feeling for this, this, this connection with, with life. And this takes a tremendous amount of faith. It's because it's so intangible. Mm-hmm. It's, it's completely invisible and you can barely feel it mm-hmm. when you're doing some kind of meditation. You know, you get, obviously you can get into these, these beautiful bliss states when you get, when you get good at it. But once you get the feeling of what it is you're connecting with, once you get the real feeling of what you're actually doing in meditation, instead of just sitting there listening to your thoughts, once you make that connection, it's so beautiful. There's nothing in the world to compare. No. Nothing. There really isn't. Mm-hmm. And so it, it becomes more It becomes more of a challenge. That's definitely what I've experienced. It becomes more of a challenge to be in the world 
mm. than than you know just to be floating about doing your yeah. doing your little uh, practices and yeah. talking to the flowers and stuff. Because I think a very distinct change is being made suddenly for me at least, and I think for you as well. That becomes home. Exactly. That space. But that is it. It within. is a home. That's, it is. It's a spiritual home. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it's a spiritual yeah. nourishment. It's a spiritual love because we're spiritual beings. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah. That's why fundamentally that's why the buddha said oh you know life is suffering what he meant was life in 3d is suffering mm-hmm. if you're in your ego's world because you're going to get attached to your physical body and if 40 still and also. your persona yeah yeah and and you're going to get attached to people you're going to get attached to things you're going to get attached to you know everything you're going to lose all and, of that. and it's all going to change yeah. it's all going to change Everything's going to change. It's all going to dissolve. It's all going to die. It's all going to disappear. It's all going to. Yeah. It's all going to be. You know, everything in the physical, material world has a positive and negative side. It's great when it's positive, but when it flips into the negative, we hate it. Yeah. That doesn't mean though, because you just said when in meditation you ignore your thoughts and your impulses to move and get up and do something else that is less boring to the mind. That doesn't mean that we should be ignoring the emotions that come with the process of shedding. You know, transforming when. We lose people that we love in our life when we, when we lose our job or our business. Like many people right now, there's emotions that come up. But we're not saying, I just want to make that very clear, to ignore all of that. There's a healthy way of expressing all of those emotions. Well, the emotions are part of, the, of a feeling landscape. And the, and the ocean of feeling is, is your soul. Your soul is feeling intelligence. So consciousness is feeling intelligence. It's awareness that feels it's intelligent feelings. And so that feeling capacity, as you move further away from, the, from let's say, the centre of the soul towards the human centre, the ego centre, those feelings become emotions. The soul isn't emotional. The humans are emotional. Spiritual beings are not, the high spiritual beings are not emotional at all, but they're exquisitely sensitive. So they feel everything and they can feel, like, for example, the bodhisattvas, which are the, 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 you know, the Buddhas that have ascended. There isn't just one Buddha. There's, there's countless numbers of, of Buddhas that have, have ascended through, through these spheres and, they, and they, they exist in these high spheres of, 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 of being somewhere in, the, in these high dimensions and they absorb the suffering of humanity and radiate out compassion. The, the only way you can absorb the suffering of humanity and feel it or is if you have this gigantic uh, awareness of truth, if you're absolutely, absolutely embedded in the eternal nature of self. And then you've got plenty of space to deal with the suffering of, of humanity, no matter how big it is, because its eternal, infinite self is much, much, much bigger than that. So, so it's not about ignoring the emotions, it's understanding the emotions is the pathway to a deeper feeling experience of yourself. So I would say... I would say what's very important is, 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 to, is to look at the emotions and also be aware of the stories that you're attaching to them mm-hmm. and understand that your feeling process that is necessary, the necessary thing that you have to go through in order to birth yourself into a fully awakened being, you have to go through this feeling process that the, that the emotions is, the, is, is, the, is, is connected to that and is the path into that but you've got to be able to deal with these stories. You have to be able to contextualize these stories. If your if your um, best friend and lover and life partner suddenly died of a heart attack, mm-hmm. 
like I have a, I have a friend, um, um, you know, her, her, her twin flame, soulmate, whatever you want to call it, died on top of her while they were making love, ecstatic lovemaking, and he had a heart attack, dead, gone. What a trauma. Unbelievable. So, so she can, you know, she can be, you've got to, you know, uh, once you've begun the processing of that, if you're an awakened being, you've got to be able to contextualize it. Mm. That if you're hung up on, attached to the form, and it was, oh my God, I've lost the love of my life, and rah, 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 this whole story, and you can be telling you that story, that story for the rest of your life, and it's going to ruin your life. But if you, if you can contextualize it and understand that, wow, this was such a rare, pure connection we had, the love was just um, um, so exquisite, and love doesn't die, it lasts forever. We're spiritual beings, we're connected forever. And this was such a, an intense, karmic lesson, trigger point, wound, you know, karmic occurrence here that there's so much depth in this thing. It's really going to define me for the rest of my life. So thank you for this gift. And now I need to do some serious integration for that. And I'm not capable of doing that with my mind, with my emotions. I need to let the big, the infinite thing that knows what's what's up in into me you're going to get the gift from that you're going to become a very empowered individual but that's a that's a lot that's a massive massive challenge there yeah it's huge and there's quite a bit of work that needs to be done for the let's say regular joe to be able to you know have that experience to let yeah. that in I mean, Joe's gonna, got a lot of work. Joe's, Joe's coming from the bottom. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. You know, we can we can get up there. But there is some work to be done, and that is, yeah. Well, meditation practice is definitely a way to go, but yeah. also learning how to deal with those emotions that come up. Yeah. So um, we teach all about that, by the way, and we guide you through practices in our uh, one day retreat at home called "From Fear to Love." We made this together, Nick and I. So you have this beautiful blend of both of our teachings and tools in there. And it's basically helping you transmute fear into love. Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. And that it just, I, I had a little flash there. The, the ego, the ego, uh, the ego experience, the egos, we can say the ego is the sense of self that feels itself separate from life, that experiences itself as an individual, that doesn't feel at one with life and um, is based on body consciousness, the thing that you see in the mirror, the name, the form. Um, That the ego lives in an emotional landscape um, that is personified by the clowns. The clowns have the happy smiley face and they have the sad the sad face, which is an extension of uh, uh, the um, the Greek um, um, drama, where they used to have these plays in the amphitheaters there, and there was all these people there in these steeply steeply um, designed amphitheaters, and the players would be on the bottom, and and they would be wearing masks, and these masks would define the emotion that they were experiencing. So that that. That whole emotional spectrum is where the ego lives from this ecstatic, hysterical happiness on one end and hysterical sadness on the other. And it's trapped on there because it's a linear 
experience. It can't go anywhere else because it has no depth. It's trapped, trapped there. So the spiritual awakening, the maturing is, is finding the still point on the axis of self, which is the fulcrum between the, the happiness and the sadness. And that's what meditation should be, an entry into a deeper sense of self through, this, through, through that axis point. And then as you go deeper into yourself, you, you have to encounter the, 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 the emotional history, the vibrational history of your unresolved traumas and wounds and all the rest of it. But once you go through that, and you start to expand your sense of self and realize you're connected to all your ancestors and start to deal with, deal with that through forgiveness and compassion and ho'oponopono and all these wonderful things that we teach, you start to, you know, to, to be able to access at will serenity, uh, emotional poise and equanimity. Your sensitivity increases as a consequence of your spiritual awareness. Those two things go side, side by side. They're intrinsic to each other because you can't get anything more sensitive than the soul. Um, so your sensitivity increases, so your capacity to feel increases. But you're, but you're, but because you're not on the surface of yourself, you're not on that. You're not being destabilized in the in in in, in the emotional thing. So you just become, a, you know, a more sensitive, stable version of yourself that has deeper roots in yourself. So when these emotional waves come through that, that, that upset your life, you, you don't get, um, uh, you know, you don't get over, overwhelmed by them and, and, and all that. Yeah. That's a beautiful feeling. Beautiful feeling. Yeah. So wherever you are in your life right now, know that there is a, um, that there's light coming in. There's, there's light coming into the planet right now. There's light coming into your life. And it's your journey to navigate your way to find that light and to actively let it in. That's right. And that's an inside job. And you're lucky, you're blessed to be listening to this because you've got um, two, two beings here that um, can guide you into making that journey a lot, lot easier than if you were bumbling around on your own like I was for years. Yeah. It just takes so much more time and so much more energy if you have to do it alone. And thank God I just did a mentorship this morning with one woman and the message for her was, and this is for so many people, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it alone. There's help. There's guides in everything. So allow those guides to help you and, and this is something that we can do and uh, we'd love to do. So if you want to get in touch with us, do so through innerbeautyretreat.com. We're here for you for private sessions as well and um, also really check out the one day retreat from fear to love you can find that on innerbeautyretreat at home.com you can find Nick uh, his website on nickgoodtransformations.com so be sure to check us out if you feel um, you'd like a bit of guidance or more in-depth information and Nick I want to thank you for being here being my guest in this podcast I feel there's a lot more ground we have to cover and a lot more things we can talk about. So we'll do that in the next podcast. Yummy. And um, thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next podcast. In the volgende aflevering heb ik het met Jesse Jazz over onzekerheden, jezelf blijven in relaties en nog veel meer. Jazz is een goede vriend van mij, dus we nemen je echt mee in een authentiek gesprek tussen twee vriendinnen. Zonder maskers. Honest, real en diep. Ik kijk er naar uit om je daarin mee te nemen. Tot dan. Ik 
ben wel helemaal eerlijk. Maar ik kan wel het even in een cadeautje pakken met een mooie strik eromheen. En dan heel voorzichtig iets zeggen. In plaats van dat ik uh, zeg van dit ben ik. Uh, if you like it or not, this is it. 